From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers in the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. Elizabeth Bayou Grace received her B.A. from Warren Wilson College and her M.F.A. from Texas State University. She lives in western Massachusetts with her husband and their cat and dog. Here's Elizabeth Bayou Grace reading Hope. Recently, I was gathering myself together to write a poem that I knew would be difficult, both in terms of craft, in terms of heart, and I was really taking my time about it. I was just standing there in the doorway of the living room, scanning the room for any possible thing I might need in the next few hours. Tea, a blanket, snacks, an extra book, inhaler, laptop, headphones, candles, maybe a totem, maybe something to fidget with. Finally, I resigned to the need and wished my husband goodbye. He responded with, have fun have fun. I was going into battle. I was entering a room where only I live. I was going to wrestle a monster who speaks in riddles. I was going to cry and bleed and grow a new gray hair. It was most assuredly not going to be a fun time. Most times, I would rather do anything than write. I find it painful and difficult, and yet, I must. This may seem like an odd scene to center a piece about hope and healing, but by grounding the conversation here, I hope to remind myself that healing isn't always beautiful. Rarely is it fun, and yet, I must. It's a lesson I need constant reteaching of, that hope can be ugly and chaotic. I learn it over and over again. This particular poem I was working on was meditating on the enormous loss we have collectively experienced in relation to COVID-19. That morning, we had officially lost 500,000 Americans. We have lost our heroes, our families, our friends, our stability. We have lost our rituals. I think this is an especially important loss and one that we underestimate. The rules that previously kept us safe no longer serve us. Art is a product of the world in which it's created. I think of how paintings changed after World War I, how abstract they became, how poetry broke out of forms. Some of my favorite writers were working in those early post-World War I years, and I studied their brave leaps and their experiments. I often thought to myself how they were the pioneers in this wild west of expression, how they still had humanity and art to explore, to see, for the very first time. In today's world of unlimited access to texts, to the internet, to living voices in other countries, I thought it was impossible to discover something new for myself, to be truly experimental. At some point during my MFA, 
with so many options as to how to write poetry, so many examples, so many voices, so many movements, I suddenly could no longer figure out how to break lines. What had once been somewhat intuitive now was cumbersome and artificial. I eventually found my way to formal poetry as a way to at least prescribe myself some rules on line breaks. For years, I counted every single syllable I penned. And for years, those rules kept me safe and served my work. When we entered our first lockdown, and many days since, writing has felt impossible. I did not know how to keep writing the same poems I had been in a world that operated so differently. I couldn't. And suddenly, my poems broke open. They couldn't fit in forms. They got longer. In order to do the work of documenting this shift in history, I had to let go. I had to learn a new way to write poems. I had to mourn the loss of my old rituals. I had to build new rituals that failed. It's been ugly at times, chaotic often, and some days, at the end of battle, I walk out of my office limping but still triumphant. Today, wrestling with the monster didn't kill me. Today, I wrote a poem. Elizabeth Bayou Grace's writing has been published in Sixfold, and she's performed her poetry at the Roundtop Poetry Festival, Art Outside, and the Wakarusa Music Festival. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.